Yo, what's good, everybody? I know it's been a long time, a little over two months now, maybe. It's too long, in fact. Um, my apologies on that. A couple of things came up um, in my personal life. And I'm starting to look towards, the, you know, the brighter side of things in regards of that. But I'm here now. That's what matters. I was supposed to record this uh, episode based around the Miami Heat. Um going into their playoff game versus not the playoff game, the play in game against the Bulls. They ended up winning and, you know, obviously they made it to the playoffs. So so much has happened since then. As I said, that was so long ago. But I mean we could recap here. Why not? Uh first I'd like to give credit to, you know, again to the Heat for not uh, failing to make it into the playoffs. Uh they beat Chicago a while back. That was a great game. I think they played really well, especially against DeRozan and his mid-range ability. Um, they were really able to rely on their defense that that game. And Kevin Love played great for them despite having only played, you know, a certain amount of games coming uh, following the All-Star, All-Star break. Uh, they were plus in rebounds for a while. I, I think I remember that. And they were they were only down a little bit going into the fourth. But Miami, man, um, they're in the second round now. I believe they were up three one against New York, the New York Knicks. So that's looking great. I honestly didn't expect them to beat Milwaukee in that first round. Uh, that was kind of crazy. I watched some of the games, not all of them. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy got me some some money, so that was cool. But Jeez, yes, yeah, Jimmy, Lord. Uh, again, I didn't expect them to beat Milwaukee, so whatever they do from here on out is already beyond my expectations of the Miami Heat. But geez, knocking out Milwaukee in, in five games, um, being down Oladipo and Hero and able to continue to advance is freaking crazy. It's um, it's outstanding actually. And I knew playoff Jimmy was gonna come around, but geez, what did he draw fifty six? To beat the franchise record, isn't that like top five all playoffs? I'm I'm not sure. People like hailing him as the greatest Heat player to ever you know wear the jersey. Of course, Dwayne Wade's taking that, no question. I'm sure he knows that too. But you know, there's a recent, so people are gonna take all the hype. He's definitely top three in my book because of not only because of that performance, but what he has done for the franchise the last four seasons, took us to the finals, you know, like I said, 56 points, or even last year in that elimination game, game six versus Boston, he snapped there too. Like he's had some great playoff performances for us um, in the postseasons he's played with us. And being down the players that, he, that we are, being down the players that we are, is still able to get us wins. You know, granted, the Knicks is, you know, new to this playoff scene after, you know, missing it so much in the last 10 to 15 years. But still, it's like, you know, we came out of the play-in to come do this. I'll give the credit to the Knicks. I mean, they did what they had to do to win that first round against Cleveland because I thought that was going to go Cleveland's way too. But they got me there. Um, I remember hearing rumors about Bam and his usage rate during games. Since then, I've been trying to pay attention 
to it to see if he gets touches more. Uh, I haven't watched enough to see or to compare if he gets more or less touches than he did before, but I like to think he makes a good use of him. Um, being who the type of player that he is, Bam isn't just a pick and roll, you know, grab the guy, grab the ball and, and dunk it. He isn't just a defensive anchor. He can pretty much do it all on, on both ends. So some plays, you know, he's looking to set up. Uh, some plays he's looking to attack. Some plays he's looking to, for that, that mid-range shot. Kind of how Jimmy does, you know, some games he's looking to start off with, with getting others hot. Some games he's coming out the gates hot, trying to attack. And I really love that about him. It's something different, you know, every game. Even if, you know, in these playoffs where you're going against the same team over and over, he's still trying to give you something different. He's trying to play to the, the pace, the tone, and the atmosphere that's in that game alone. And that's, that's really a great trait to have. Not as just a superstar, but as a player in general. I feel like a, a few players in the league do that. But I'm um, stepping aside from the heat for a bit. I, I got to give credit to all the, the people that made their awards this year. JJJ with the DPOY, even though they lost in the first round, they, they lost miserably at that. The, that whole Grizzlies thing, man. Yeah, that um, the distractions from that 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 team had this year were unfortunate. The whole thing that blew up with Jod and Dylan Brooks stepping into the spotlight, calling people old and saying that he pulled. <laughs> That he, he likes to poke bears and, and stuff, bro. Man, <laughs> the, the NBA's been crazy this postseason. Oh, shout out to Embiid. Most of all, I'm glad that he was able to win that MVP. I got a whole lot of scorp about that. I don't even think I've talked to him about that yet. The MVP, uh, Embiid ended up winning the MVP over Jokic. That was pretty dope. And I thought, shoot, I thought they were in trouble with this Boston series. I'm actually recording this while watching um, Game 5 in Boston as, as Philly is trying to, um, as Philly is trying to take Game 5 and take a lead on them after trailing in the series early on. And, uh, and the craziest part, like, look, Another part about it is I'm kind of rooting for Philly, in a, in a sense. Not more than I am for Miami. Again, um, I'm pretty sure I stated this in one of the early episodes. I don't necessarily have a favorite team, but if I, I did have one, I'm rooting for the home team. I'm rooting for Miami. And, of course, I want to see them go to the finals. But if I had to specifically choose one team that I want to see go, at least from the, the Eastern Conference, it'd definitely be Philly. Um, they have the, lead, the league's leader score. They have the league's leader um, assist leader in James Harden. I just think they're a sound team, and even if they don't go to the finals, I, I want to see them be successful. I'm tired of people saying that they choked or they can't make it up the second round. So I finally want to see them go to the ECF and be able to do something with that, win a couple games, and shut up some of the haters at the very least. If any team I'm surprised with, like, again, besides Miami that I talked about a couple minutes ago, It'd be LA Lakers. Um, round one was pretty simple. Um, after after a little bit, you can you can kind of see that the Lakers clearly had that over Memphis. Um, vets experience, I guess, the, the, all the distractions with the trash talking. It really you know took the best 
of the Grizzlies, and the Lakers were able to capitalize on that, of course. The second round, on the other hand, it is it is a bit different. <clears throat> I thought the Warriors were going to be a little more, what's the word for it? Not, not dominant in a sense. Dominate is dominant is the word I'm looking for. I'm looking more to say like I thought they'd put it like a period on the end of their sentences. I thought they'd be a little more. I don't. I don't. I really have the worst for it right now. But I, I thought they'd come out a little more aggressive with their games. I thought they'd give the Lakers a harder time, but it, it seems <laughs> like like you know the Lakers are are starting to come around. And if they're up 3-1 right now, man, like, there's not a lot of teams left, you know. There's only four teams left. Um, I'm not sure who exactly they're going to play come next round, given that they beat the Warriors in five or six or seven. Uh, given that the Lakers win, I'm not sure if they're going to play Denver or if they're going to play Phoenix. Because that's been, that's been kind of tough. And I think they play tonight, right after this, this Philly Sixers game. That's about to come off of halftime soon. But the Western Conference is definitely crazy. You think about it, the last four teams remaining in that conference. You got Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, and Golden State Warriors. Those are all like powerhouse teams. You can't count out any one of them. You can never count out the Warriors with Steph Clay anymore. You can't count out LeBron. The Nuggets are finally healthy, so there's no telling what they're capable of. And then Super Team in Phoenix. Uh, minus Chris Paul, of course, due to injuries. That kind of sucks, but I, now that I've actually been watching games, it sucks that I can't see my favorite player play. May get hurt at the wrong time. But, I mean, it is what it is. To be honest with you guys, I, I kind of didn't record this segment here with any true purpose or sense of direction. Nothing to really, like, aim at or, or go deeper into. I kind of just wanted to catch back up, get back into the swing of things and and see where everything was at. It's a lot going on. Like I said, it's been a lot between February and now. It'll, it'll be kind of too much to try to dive into everything all together. But I think for the rest of this playoff, I'm going to try to follow Miami and just pick up from there. You know, granted that they win this series with the Eastern Conference Finals, I'll probably do some game reactions or something of the sort. Their fourth, um, you know, granted that they don't win, I'll pick a new team to follow or we'll start heading into uh, more predictions. I'll try to get some more people on the podcast and just get back up for you guys. Um, continue to check us out on Twitter, at Player Chatter, for more updates. And I'll see you guys soon. Thanks again for coming through to listen to me after so long. Peace. If you like what we discuss here on the pod and are wondering how you can engage, whether it's material you'd like to see covered or additional questions and inquiries about the Player Chatter podcast itself, please feel free to reach out to us via email at playerchatterpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on Twitter at Player Chatter. Thank you, and I hope to see you all again next time.